Welcome back to Stumps. Nims is Oren Bryce McGain with you. The summer of cricket is just, oh, it's just on the horizon. And the test squad was announced, Bryce. And I'll tell you, there's an absolute cavalcade of changes happening at the moment, but uh, one of which is probably not the biggest surprise. I mean, we've been talking about Chris Tremaine, uh, well, without the entire duration of Stumps. And it's just, it's not, I'm actually not used to saying Chris Tremaine's name without five for whatever at the end of it. So, absolutely. <laughs> he's in a tremendous lick of form. And he actually joins us now. He's included in the test squad and he makes his return to Stumps for 2018, 2019. Chris, welcome back. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Going good, mate. Going good. First off, congratulations uh, on the big maiden call-up to the test squad. But uh, we want to know, I want a cliched question. What were you doing when uh, when you got the call to say you're in the squad? Uh, my wife and I have just got really into Ray Donovan. So we're just about to start another episode of Ray Donovan because the, uh, the, the T20 uh, had a big old rain delay in it. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were just packing up, getting ready to, to watch another episode and uh, and crack a call. So I, I assume he was up at Brisbane, uh, got a bit of time during that, that downpour. Well, mate, it's uh, it's not bad. And you're not in bad company in the lineup too. You've got five teammates in the squad. Uh, Finchie's there too. Peter Hanscom, Peter Siddle, and, of course, uh, Marcus Harris joining you there. Must be nice to sort of see, uh, especially considering how well you guys have been going to the Shield, that translate to test uh, call-ups. Yeah, it was it was really nice, uh, and it was mentioned um, by by Peter Hanscom. Uh, we we shared a couple of texts after it got announced, and um, I said, "How good is it that, that Harry's uh, Harry's been picked?" And he goes, "How good is it? That there's five Victorians in the team, and um, and it's been sort of a, a regular, I guess, inside joke for a long time. And even when we had a uh, when we had that tour to South Africa um, a few years ago, and, and David Saker was or still is the the assistant coach and the, and the bowling guru over there, he um, he came up to me and he goes, well, it took me five games, Trent, but I finally did it. I said, what have you done? He goes, i got all the Victorians in one Australian team. So we had myself, Scott Boland, and John Hastings uh, bowling in the in the same game, and he was he was beside himself that got all the Victorians <laughs> squeezed in there. So. Well, it, it's a testament to a pretty outstanding cricket program. Now, you've experienced um, another state. You started in New South Wales and then now moved to Victoria. Your form has, has just been faultless in Sheffield Stewart over two seasons. Really strong performances and, and durability with your body as well. You, you haven't missed a game, really. So I guess it, it's testament to the program that and success of the group. Is that spoken about within the Victorian group? If we just succeed as a team, the, the other accolades will, will come from it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, I remember when I initially moved down here, I spoke to a lot of senior players, and Greg Shipper was coach at the time, uh, and, it, and it got relayed year after year, uh, and it was even mentioned this year when the, when the rookies came in and, and uh, Andrew McDonald gave his first address, was that uh, if, if you do right by the team, it, it generally comes back on you, uh, and as soon as as soon as you start going away from that, then um, pack your bags, son. So it was a that was that was sort of flogged into me really early because I remember being in New South Wales and, and all I ever focused on was, was doing well enough to get the next game. I was playing for the next game, and and um, it didn't work for me there. It it was really um, oh, it was really it was really bad. It was really bad time sort of picking up and moving uh, states. And I just decided that whatever I do, no matter where I play, uh, whether it be club cricket or, or for Victoria, that I just want to do well and take wickets and, and enjoy playing cricket again. And it just flowed on from there. It was a really simple attitude to bring. And 
and it, it really married up quite well with with the team first mentality that, that Victoria had uh, branded on me the, the first day I got there. Do you think that's something that you're seeing now, and maybe you have experienced a little bit with the Australian lineup with Justin Langer? Uh, I, I think so. I, I'm, I, it's a little bit difficult for, for me to say um, because I, I've you know I've only had one sort of experience with with Justin and, and the team, which was the uh, the preparation for the ODIs in England. Yep. Um, I think I think there is a, a general feel, uh, especially in the the way Aaron Finch speaks to the media now and and how he's how he's um, addressing team mentality and and making sure that guys are doing their job and the right job and and uh, um, how uh, and uh, sorry um, Andrew McDonald and, and Justin Langer have a have a really good understanding of of um, how they want to win respective games. So, you know, we speak about Finchie where he's going to batch Victoria. Might not be the same for um, for Australia, but there's that that understanding that each team is different, each team makeup is different, and, and team first and, and winning those games for your team is very important. So they generally don't, you know, sometimes they're not going to mirror each other, and that's okay as long as um, we're, we're creating a really good environment around Australian cricket. And I think... I think in that aspect, yeah, there there is a bit of um, movement forward there. You talk about Finchy; he'll be uh, returning to the side along with uh, Big Maxi um, after their completed national duties. When you guys head up to the Gabba this Tuesday, um, obviously now that you've got your name in the hat for uh, the Test squad, is is that going to maybe in the back of your mind factor into how you play this week? Uh, it it shouldn't. Um, it, if, yeah, I guess I guess when we were sort of playing uh, and, and performing and, and had selection in the back of your mind, you never played that well. Mm-hmm. And and now that you don't have to worry about selection because you're already selected, it, it probably shouldn't play in your mind at all. Um, and I, I got I got a really good bit of advice the other day was um, was that you, you just can't be in two places at once. So if you're up, up in Brisbane playing for Victoria, then you're up in Brisbane playing for Victoria. Um, as soon as the last ball is bowled there. You can be somewhere else if you want, but um, from start to finish, that's where you are and, and that's where you'll stay. From one of the things that has been uh, talked about is, uh, obviously, there's a big, big workload, and especially on fast bowlers. You know, there's things like, um, you know, resting players. We've seen we've seen it happen to, like, Mitchell Stark, Josh Hazelwood, Pat Cummins. So there is a, a, quite a good chance that, you know, you possibly could be rotated into the mix. I mean, is that something that, as a fast bowler, you like to have, have you know, be rested or benched? from game to game, or do you just prefer to just get out there and bowl? Uh, my preference is is to play every game I, I possibly can and and be reliable in that sense to, to go... I, I like having that that um, that reliability about myself and, and when people go, you know, he's teetering on the edge, he's a little bit sore, he's a little bit tired, being able to get up and, and do what I need to do to be able to do my job for four days, and, that, and that's um, something I pride myself on because I've done it for a long time now and I reckon I've missed one shield game through injury and, and I've I missed two one days this year um, which which cut me in half because I haven't missed cricket games for a long time so um, I like I like just trying as hard as I can to, to to get on that field and play however I do understand that um, people do need rest and I think um, I think that I think it all comes down to honesty and, and they copped a lot of flack for this elite honesty Mm-hmm. that got thrown around in the media quite a bit. But I think that's where it lies, is, is that um, 
if I'm if I'm sore and and I say, look, Ronnie, I'm I'm busted. Mm. I need a break. Then there's no hard feelings. There's no look. No, you need to get up for this one. It's it's an understanding that you go. You look, yeah, you probably are sore. You probably are tired. And if you can't get up for this, then we we'll, we'll uh, we'll sub you out. And I think that's where that elite honesty would would originate from. Is is being totally honest um, and being okay with being a little bit vulnerable about the things that 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 are hurting you. And that's you know for fast bowlers, that's that's fast bowling. Trem, that's a really good insight to it because I know that and the public still. Uh, I guess on social media you see it that are still questioning well, what is elite honesty, but that's mm. a great insight to what it is. When, when the Australian cricket team put that together, does that sort of filter back to the states to say, look, this is what we mean, this is what our discussions have been. This is uh, you've given a great example, but are there other examples of that, or is it just been something that you've worked out, or or maybe you've discussed just as a Victorian team about well, what does that mean actually? Uh, well, they were they were a list of values. Um, and each each team has different values because different things are valuable to different people and different organisations. And and for for Justin and and his his Australian team, um, that was that was something that he felt he needed to highlight and go. We need to be really honest with each other. Um, I've I've found that in Victoria there is a there is a really um, high level of honesty. I think that's something that we are very good within the group and we, we probably don't need to write it on a whiteboard and say we need to be honest with each other because it's 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 just um, branded onto us um, whereas you know you, you're picking so Justin's problem is he picks from from six different places um, with with six different loads of values and, and he needs to marry them all up and get them all under the one banner so um, maybe he needs to write that down on the whiteboard whereas other states might and other states might need to write something completely different so um you know there was a it was a, i got a funny text not long ago about um an a interview i did about um getting found out about um fitness and and um not being quite prepared for an odi tour yep. and and missing out on any opportunity that might have arisen and it was it was um highlighted that that's probably that elite honesty that mm-hmm. that we've talked about is is going putting your hand up and going this is this is my fault. This is not um, this is not professional, and this was this is a this is an issue. So um, yeah, that's that's that was where it um, where it sort of dawned on me that maybe this elite honesty stuff is um, is really necessary. Um, once we worked out what it was, then and it was easy to to start doing it. I guess one thing that I'll just to change tracks just a little bit here, Trem, but uh, you have a look at the Victorian pace attack at the moment, and uh, I know that. It's a. There's often comparisons in in sport just with everything, but uh, there's nothing more exciting to me than just a great pace quartet. And you look at you, uh, Peter Siddle, Scott Boland, uh, and Jay Pat to come back into the side too. This is the sort of stuff that you know, as a Victorian supporter, you just uh, just absolutely it makes your mouth water because we finally got something that could just terrorise opposition batsmen. Do you like uh, being part of that sort of uh, that mixture there? Yeah, it's all it's awesome. It's the best work environment uh, I could ever ask for. And uh, Scott Bowen and I have worked together pretty consistently for a few years now. Um, Peter Siddle's been sort of in and out um, from selection um, Australian duties, and, and James Patterson's been about the same with um, with injuries. Um, but we um, working together with those three guys is is uh, inexplainable. I, I, I don't know how to explain it to. You, sorry, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess a quick one was we were, we were at Hobart the other day and um, and 
someone got out and I was walking back past George Bailey, who's at the non-strikers end, and he laughed. He goes, Pato's your second seamer. This isn't fair. And it's probably not fair. So... <laughs> Well, he is. He's on a second change. The last Shield game <laughs> yeah. in the MCG, you know, you and Scotty opened up and then and then you had Peter Siddle who opened the bowling for Australia come on and then James Pattinson ready to roll on a bit after that. So it's a wealth of riches yeah. for the Victorian team and and you can certainly see just with the five being selected in Finch, Hanscom, Siddle, um, Marcus Harris and yourself, Just in, it's been an amazing uh, well, it, it's been an, it hasn't just happened overnight, but it's an amazing group to work in. And I can just hear the passion that you have for the Victorian. That's certainly what I experienced all, all through my career there. It's going to be hard to break into that Australian team, isn't it? There's a strong bowling line up there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and there's no, uh, you know, I'm not hiding from that fact. And I'm not, I'm not um, you know, I've done a few interviews and I've, at no point have I said I was, I'm looking forward to playing in Adelaide or I'm playing in Perth or something. I understand fully that, um, you know, these these are the three bowlers that are up there in, with the best in the world. Um, I, had a, I had a bit of a minister when I got to Victoria was that um, James Pattinson was playing and, and if I wanted to play, then I had to get better than James Pattinson because we were doing the same role. Um, yep. And the reality of the situation now is that if I want to play, genuinely play, I've got to get better than, than a couple of blokes who are the best in the world. And, and that's um, that's a really big mountain to climb. Um, but I've also said, you know, you, people bide their time um, playing field cricket and waiting for an opportunity. Um, I'm still biding my time. I just get to do it within the squad now. <laughs> that's for sure. Now, Trim, um, one of the great things uh, it was calling the, the Sheffield Shield game a few weeks ago was uh, after you did take another Pfeiffer. It just it's relentless <laughs> it's stuff a lazy from you. Pfeiffer, yeah, yeah, yeah you're terrorising the opposition. But uh, great at home games, and your wife looks after you impeccably. You eat so well. But there are a few little treats when you go well, and it was great to bring up a tray of brownies up to the commentary box. Uh, we're looking forward to your next Pfeiffer and uh, coming up on air and uh, having a chat to us as well. Uh, she does look after you well with all your, um, I guess, dietary needs. Uh, it's probably the other way around. Outside of the brownies, I, I'm taking care of her at the moment. So okay, so she does the um, treats and you do the good, healthy yeah, um, she's fuel. The baker. Yep. Yeah, she's the baker and, and I'm the... I'm the uh, You're yeah, the nutritionist, yeah. Meat, but yeah. There's, a, there's actually a very nice joke going around and Scott Boland calls me... Um, oh, I've forgotten her name now. Nigella. He calls me Nigella. <laughs> um, because he believes that uh, I'm the baker in the house and Shannon's the, the deer hunting, trout fishing, um, <laughs> larrikin from the country. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I'm taking care of her at the moment. She does the desserts and she does them really well. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> well, Trev, I'll tell you what, the, uh, um, if, if the Australian cricket team doesn't come calling, uh, the Food Network probably will, mate. So, uh, but, uh, but, mate, you've, you've uh, given us a lot of your time on your Saturday, mate, and we really appreciate that. All the best for this week against Queensland, and uh, good luck, and hopefully we'll see you in a baggy green this summer. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Go well, Trim.